Hello and welcome to another edition of the Power BI Monthly Digest, this being the month of December. Mm -hmm. My name is Devin Knight. And I'm Manuel Quintana, and we've got uh, quite a nice release. Like always, everyone's always excited when new announcements and new features come out for Power BI. Yep. This one, I would say... A little bit lighter. Definitely a little lighter. Not not the huge, huge impactful ones like we saw last yeah. month. There's some still interesting little features in this one. I think there's some, um, I mean, especially if we talk about com as comparison to November. So remember, if, if you guys haven't seen or if, have, if this is your first video, check out all the other ones. This yeah. last one last month was, I mean, arguably people have stated it's the largest uh feature update since release. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely so, true. As compared to that, it definitely feels a little bit lighter. But we still have some fun, awesome things to talk to you guys about. Um, especially, we're going to leave something for at the very end that leaves a little bit of room for conversation. Yeah. So we'll have that at the very finale there just to make you stay. <laughs> you have to watch the no, end no, now, or listen, if mm -hmm. you happen to be listening, one of our podcast listeners. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to start off on, as we usually do, with some of the reporting features, right? Yes. And yep. uh, I think the, the new one, the, the, the biggest of the ones we're going to look at, is a still simple one, but it has to do with making sure that all your visuals are aligned yes. correctly and yes. being able to see them all together. So they're called smart guides, right? Absolutely right. Um, Definitely lightweight in its nature, but as far as from the community standpoint, I feel like there's going to be a lot of appreciation uh, for this addition into the tool set. Sure. Uh, you know, we already had available to us, and you may not have known this, right? In the view tab, you had the capability of enabling show grid lines and yeah. snap objects to grid, which gave people that ability to have a bit more control over where your visuals landed, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you just wanted to get that fine adjustment. <laughs> this falls in that same line. Right. Similar to like if you are manipulating images or text box or anything like that in PowerPoint. Right. We now have this capability when we're dragging in either moving a visual or resizing a visual that we will get red line indicators showing when we have any sort of alignment with other objects on the same page. I like it. So that kind of matches up with what you see in a lot of other Microsoft tools. Yeah. PowerPoint, for example, you want to be able to align the different yes. images or text you have. Yes. Uh, that's great that you now have the ability to do that in Power BI. Yeah, very much moving towards a, and it's always been that way, right? That Microsoft Office look and feel. Yeah. Another way to kind of add to that descriptor. Yeah, let's take a look. So we'll grab here. We've got uh, just a very simple layout here with a couple of visuals, and you'll see if I were to grab, in this case, we have this matrix readily available for us. If we go and we start to move it, you can already see as I move through, this is showing its alignment at the very top there. We can see now the bottom of this visual has aligned with our Q&A button and uh -huh. so on and so forth. And as I approach a visual, I'll also get like a snap to feel here right there. It just, it brought it right there and aligned it for me. I'm so glad you, you made the sound that. effect. Sound effects are free. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just another addition so that you can more efficiently, more effectively leverage the space that's given to us uh, within report pages. Yeah, so pretty simple, but I think it's a great little add-in. Makes it easier to work with your different visuals that you have. Absolutely, completely agree. All right, so next, I think we're going to be looking at some accessibility accessibility features. Yes. Excuse me, uh, updates to be able to make things like keyboard shortcuts that maybe a lot of people yep. are uh, either need or just really like to have that capability. And uh, they've really made some enhancements with those. They've, they've devoted obviously a lot of time to adding to the keyboard shortcuts yes. that were already there. We've been talking over the last couple of releases about mm -hmm. a few of them, yeah. and now they've added more, right? They have, yeah. This has uh, been a kind of a consistent theme in the last couple of releases, yeah. that there's always been some addition of a keyboard enhancements, screen reader accessibility, things yeah. of that nature, high contrast, and that continues. That right. continues, and this product is definitely already in a state 
where for those who need accessibility options, it's robust already. Sure. And the direction they're going, I mean, it's going to be completely accessible in all forms and fashions. So, funny enough, they've actually added a shortcut to display the shortcuts. Oh, I like that. So but, this is the one to remember. Yeah. This, so, if you have to remember one of them, remember this one, right? It, absolutely, because <laughs> as things, as more get added, as new additional uh, elements for accessibility get added, this is going to be important. Not only is it going to give us our list of shortcuts, but we're also going to have that capability so that we can, there's a hyperlink in there, which takes you right to their website, yeah. showing and describing and talking about all the features that are there too. And we'll share that link to that uh, post as well in our video so you can make sure that you can go follow up with those as well. So the most important one first, it's going to be shift question mark. Oh, that's easy to remember. Okay. So right here, and it should be noted, um, as of right now, there might be some change in functionality and how this works, but right now it's when I'm in that report view, I hit the shift uh, question mark. It actually doesn't work when we're in the data view or anywhere else. So for right now, that's where it's going to be. So anywhere, if I just go ahead and hit shift, question mark, we're going to see right away. It's still in that interface of Power BI, but we have these shortcuts, where they work across the product, pane navigation. So it's specific to the various different areas. Nice. Which is quite nice. So I definitely feel like this is going to be increasing. As more shortcuts come along, this is going to be where you can go to view that. Yeah, this is great. This is an easy one-stop shop to be able to find all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And what we're saying, you know, just a little link here, which will take you to everything, the more nitty-gritty ones. So Maybe show us some in action here. Sure. So right here, while I'm just right here in the report view, what we can do is we can use this option, Control Function F6, is it gives us this capability where it's actually going to navigate through the various different features. So what we can do is we can go ahead and, uh, let's see here. It's going to be Control uh, Function, so Control F6, so the function key F6 there. So if we just select that and start to have six, we're going to see some small indications. So right now, I've hit it once. You can see it's highlighted by matrix. We'll talk about in a second why that's the one being highlighted here. But basically, it's highlighted the report view. And as I click this again, we can see it's kind of deselected off of that. And it's moving through the top area. And we can see we will access right now. It's on the fields well. I just kind of quickly went through visualizations. Fields now has this little blue highlight. So now that I have the pane in question that I want to work with, you can now use very standard navigation, like up, down arrows within your keyboard. Your uh, right arrow key, when selecting a table, will expand that respective table. Mm-hmm. It'll, uh, left will collapse that. Mm-hmm. And then once you're actually on top of, let's say, a field in question, you can actually bring up the context menu by simply hitting Shift F10, which will bring us up all the items that we are used to, except also you might notice has a check ah. option. So this is how we can actually uh, choose a field to become part of a visual. So you can actually put a check inside yeah. of it, as you'd expect. And you can tell they've been investing in this for a while. You can see on the bottom there, I think this was in the, re- the last release, where you can see the add to filters, add to drill through. So if you needed to add this field in to be a part of a drill through, you could go down to the bottom of the list and mm-hmm. add to drill through, and you'd be right there. So a lot of options right here, right within the keyboard. As well... We can also see, and let's talk about why, right? I had I hit tab when I was in that report view, right? and it put the matrix as my highlight. Mm-hmm. So they've actually added something here into the mix where we can look at the selection pane. Okay, so the thing that shows or hides things on your yes. reports? Okay. So our selection pane, that's exactly, it shows all the objects in a report page and then gives us the ability to hide or show objects. Right. Very common with bookmarks, right? Right. So now, though, when we enable this, we'll see it's a little bit different. So if it's your first time, I'm going to the View tab here. I'm hitting the Selection pane. 
we get another little area right next to the visualization pane. Oh, this looks different. So now you have two different tabs within the selection <laughs> pane, the layout order and the tab order. So layout order, it looks like, is what it used to be in the past was what was normal whenever you open this up. Exactly. Okay. This is pretty standard. The presentation of the buttons are actually listed here as the creation of those objects. So as I add a button or I'll, as I add items into my page, they get added into this layer order. Okay. And so what's tab order? So the tab order by default is going to kind of mimic this. I've made some changes, but it just adds all the objects over here. But this is where we can control when you are hitting tab within the actual report view, you can move between these respective objects. Okay. So you can see matrix, button, sales amount. This actually is going to be my column chart there. But if we go and I start hitting tab, you'll notice the first thing it talks about for screen reader accessibility, it tells you, basically, if I click here on this link, if I hit enter, I go to the documentation around this. Tab gets me to the main content of this. Basically, it brings me right into the matrix. Or you can actually continue. Notice a little reminder about the old <laughs> shift question mark. But now when I hit tab, it's going to move through. So you can see, I kind of clicked a little quick there, but we're on the matrix. I hit tab. It moves to the button. I hit tab. It moves to the sales amount or the, our column. Uh, okay. Chart here. And I can see as you're doing that, that the, the selection pane is actually kind of going through them as well. So, so what is, what's the point of this, this tab order? Sure. This is definitely going to be enhancement on those keyboard shortcuts and that accessibility because not only is it going to dictate the order that it's going to be presented when you hit tab, but as we move through and maybe we have logos, we have images that are just there for aesthetic purposes. There's no true values there. They're just there to look nice, enhance our visuals. Mm -hmm. Um, you can actually hide elements within this tab order. Okay, so that's pretty cool. So what if I wanted to, let's say, not tab through the column chart here? Yeah. How, how would I eliminate that from my little tab order? Absolutely. So not only is this going to differ from the layer order as we can set what we're going to tab through, but you'll notice actually if you hover over any of the numbers, basically their position in the ordering here, mm -hmm. you have this little option so that you can disable it. So for instance, we can eliminate here. Let's say sales amount was something of non-value. You might do this with like a logo or something else. But now that I have this little indication, now when I go through here and I start hitting tab, you're going to notice that it's going to move between the button and the matrix. Button, okay. matrix. Sales amount no longer becomes part of the ordering when I'm hitting tab. It, it's there visible. But it's just not going to be part of the process as I tab. So again, this all has to do with the keyboard shortcuts. Yes. If you're not big into keyboard shortcuts, you... Don't yes. worry about this. But this is going to help you when you're just trying to, you know, be quicker and if more efficient and working through Power BI, you can kind of tab your way through the different visuals. And it should be noted as well, just in case, if you by any chance happen to go through, um, you know, traditionally you have that option when you're in this section to hide or unhide items. I'll stick to sales amount. But if sales, if we wanted to hide this visual, just know that it actually does get grayed out. Oh, I see. Yeah, just slightly more gray than it was the other ones there. Yeah. Correct. So it would showcase if something is hidden versus not hidden here. So just that's good to since know. Since that's a feature part of the selection pane, they made sure it's you can understand that if you're still in the tab order section. That's good to know. All right. So I think the next one that we're going to look at then has to do with buttons. So we mm -hmm. have, happen to have a button on our screen. This is yes. an example that we did in previous months. And so now what we want to look at is um, you know what a big request. This was actually a big mm -hmm. feature request by the user community is to be able to have tooltips on top of buttons, which you yes. couldn't do before. And this, this is really comes in handy whenever you're doing things like actions on top of buttons. So the mm -hmm. idea here is I want to create a button that I can click on and it go change a bookmark yes. or launch the Q&A Explorer or something like that. And so I want to have the ability for my users to know what it's going to do before they click on it, right? Yeah, it's, once I, it's simple but extremely effective. Yeah. I mean, in this time frame when digital storytelling and bookmarks 
and drill throughs. This, you know, this is becoming extremely popular right yeah. now for making really effective reports. You, we always still have to think about that end user. Right. And this is just, just one additional enhancement that makes it that much easier. Yeah. So even though I import a picture that says click me, I could also say by clicking this, you will reset all the filters. Mm -hmm. Right. Just something very straightforward, very right there so there's transparency and clarity for the end user. Yeah, I like it. It's I awesome, like it. easy. And while you have the visual selected, as you can see, we have this Q&A button here selected. We're going to go to action where it's where we kind of how we all indicate what to do when someone clicks on this. Well, there's a new option here. You can see it just says tooltip and we can say something like click me now. And with this indicated, now when users hover over said button. Oh, there you see, easy to add, but I like it. Very simple. Yes, absolutely. An enhancement that's everybody's going to appreciate this one. I like it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, so next we're going to be looking at the DAX editor. So this you actually saw some DAX editor changes a little few releases ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, we told you then that we probably thought that this was the beginning yeah. of some new changes to come, and indeed it was. Uh, one of the things that we're going to see next here is, again, some accessibility features yeah. or maybe some maybe if you're a big presenter and you present on DAX occasionally, yeah. this is oh, going to yeah. help you there as well. So tell us about the, the DAX editor change here. Yeah, absolutely. This is great for us. And yeah, if you're doing user groups or anything like that, you have now the capability of zooming, enhancing, making the text larger for that formula, for the equation yeah. that you're writing out. You can zoom it. And it's just like you'd imagine. You just go ahead and you hold that control key. You can hit control plus or minus if you want to stick with those keyboard shortcuts. Right. Right. Or as if you're using the mouse, just hold control and use mouse, uh, you know, kind of scrolling the mouse wheel up and down. Okay. So let's go ahead. I've got uh, a measure right here. We're just going to grab one that we have. It's just something called profit margin, nothing too crazy. Also, you'll notice the new addition automatically created a static 11 lines for code. Yeah. Notice it only says one, two for now. Well, I'll show you that in a second. But here's this. I'm holding control, and I'm going to start to hit my mouse wheel. Oh. And you really can go. I haven't tested what the limit is here. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can just keep on going, and you can also go the other direction if you so choose. But absolutely, for presentation purposes and visualizing this and showcasing your DAX to others, this is a fantastic enhancement. And that those lines of code, what this is going to symbolize is now when you extend this area for developing DAX, it actually automatically brings up a much bigger area. Before it was static 11, right. done, and if you did more, it would add it after the fact. Here, just bigger surface area. That's, That's nice. the idea. I like it. I like yeah. it. Anything to make DAX easier to write, I am in favor of. That's mm -hmm. for sure. All right. So uh, the next thing we're going to look at then is what? What are we going to go to next? This was that piece that we were talking about. This is the, uh, the delicious piece of candy at the center, I guess, right? <laughs> um, really, currently, and this is something that is in preview. So this is a preview in this December release. Yeah. Um, this is for live connection. So there's been a lot of talk recently around direct query. Mm -hmm. There was the whole going composite model generally right. available last month. Now everyone's been kind of wondering, all this direct query goodness, what about my analysis services mm. connection? So this doesn't go to the full scale or the full concept of where we're at right now with direct query, which has been a huge implementation. If you haven't watched it, you got to check out November, composite yeah. models. But here we're talking about live connection and the capability and its support for Q&A. Okay, yeah. Now, it is housed in, there's some specifics to this, right? It's only going to be working, it doesn't work for multi-dimensional okay. on-prem. Okay. Um, it doesn't work for anything uh, specific to, tw there's a version of 2016 SQL Server and below. It only works for uh, versions of tabular 
that are effectively 2017 and above. Okay. Now, they may have some future patches for SQL Server 2016 where that's going to make it compatible. Right. As of right now, that's where you're kind of looking at, really. Azure Analysis Services, um, uh, Tabular 2017. Um, and just in case, if you're thinking about it, this does not work for uh, a live connection to a Power BI service. Mm, that's too bad. First iteration, though, right. right? That's why we're having this conversation. This is what we meant that this could further, this could have a, a better conversation. Yeah, a lot of the things that they do feel like they're 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 planting the seed for yes. something to come later or to to really build up something yes. that's much more involved later. So this this is now again the the main core of the feature is that against analysis services yeah. tabular models that are newer versions of tabular yes, yes, yes. can now do Q and A again with a live connection. And so. I almost feel you know in the spirit of the holidays as it is when all this stuff was happening with direct query, it's almost like you're at the Thanksgiving table and you're like, oh look at all that, look at all that, let me have a little <laughs> of that, and then you said, but. Where's live connection? Yeah, yes, where, 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 where does it hide? That's true. I felt it's that way. It's on the table now, mm. right? Before it wasn't even there. The fact that it's now in the mix, that's a good thing. It is. And we could see the furtherment and maybe the whole idea of composite models also come to the idea of a live connection. Yeah. That would be fantastic, right? That's kind of the, that would be the end goal and that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So right now, it's available. Basically, the Q&A features have now been enabled for that. And this is preview, remember, so things could change. Um, but there are some limitations behind it. I like so, it. Yeah. So that's where we are for this month, right? Yep. So yep. there were some interesting things. Again, you saw a lot of accessibility features in here, uh, but some pretty good stuff. I, I think there were some decent ones in there, definitely smaller than some of the other releases we've had yeah. as, of, as of late, but we've had some really big ones yeah. recently. Uh, but some good stuff nonetheless. So I hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the Power BI Monthly Digest. Again, remember to subscribe and click that little notification bell, right? Absolutely. And uh, let us know, again, if, if there's something on this feature list that you were really interested in, post in the comments below. We'd love to interact with you and learn more about what you're hoping to see in the yeah. future as well. You can always post those in the Power BI Ideas forum as well. And that's actually how uh, some of the features got released this month were based on ideas that people actually placed inside there. The, yeah. the button tooltip was actually based on an idea that someone posted in the Ideas yeah. forum. Rather recent. Got some quick speed, got to the hot, the front page for hot ideas, immediately incorporated. Yeah. So hopefully, again, you guys enjoyed this. Again, my name is Devin Knight. And Will Quintana. And thanks a lot. And have a happy holiday.